everybody log in on General Conference, amen, to watch the starts uh, Tuesday evening. So, amen, to log in to General Conference this week and, amen, and be a part of the preaching and teaching out there in St. Louis. And, amen, this is the first year we're having to do it online. So, be interesting. Amen. A lot of things is having to be done online, so we want to continue to remember that. We want to continue to remember all those, amen, that are sick in body, amen, and continue to remember our missions there is and your own personal missionary, amen, that you've pulled and chosen, amen, to support and prayer. Continue to remember them as well. Amen. <clears throat> continue to remember my wife, amen, that God would continue to touch her and heal her, and amen, and lift her up expediently, amen, and all your loved ones as well, amen. Praise God. So we want to go to the Lord in prayer again this morning, amen. My neighbor, amen, needs a touch, amen, him and his wife, amen. So I'm just asking you to pray for them as well this morning. Then we have another friend that has bereavement, amen, and they're a family, amen, so we want to continue to remember them this morning as well. Father, we thank you again. God, I know you're able to do all things right, and I know you're a good God, and we truly appreciate you, Jesus. And I just want to thank you, God, again today that I have another opportunity to say thank you. Father, as we prepare for our upcoming general conference this week, uh, I pray, Lord God, that everything would work well through the social media, Lord God, and the messages and the teachings, oh God, that will transpire will be inspiring and uplifting and building up the body of the kingdom of God, that you would continue, Lord, to have your way to touch in every heart and every mind, oh God. Lord, our women in our churches that are Pregnant, O oh God, that's due to have delivering child, Lord God, I pray that you give them all healthy children, Lord God, that you would bless over them, Lord God, with your angels and protect them in every place. Lord, I pray that you would go into the hospitals and the nursing homes today, God, and that you would touch, Lord God, our friends and loved ones today, Lord God. I know that you're able, Lord, to minister and to meet the need of every person, Lord God, today. There's nothing impossible for you to do, Lord. I thank you, Lord, those, oh God, in times of bereavement today, God, I pray that you would be comforter to them, that you would help them, Lord, that you would strengthen in every place, oh God. I pray for the city of La Crosse and La Crosse County and our surrounding counties in our state of Wisconsin today, Lord, that you would continue to root out all wickedness and evil before us, that you would help us, O oh God, to be true servants of the Lord and everything that we do, God. We thank you today, God. Bless your people, Lord God. Touch, O oh God, like never before, Lord. Those out west, O oh God, those that are battling the flames of fire, I pray, God, that you would help them, Lord. Send rain, O oh God. Those that are battling the storms of life that's coming ashore, God, I pray that you would dissipate, oh God, these storms, oh God, to help your people, Lord, that they would turn their hearts to you, Lord God, their minds to you, to trust you, Lord, to believe you, Lord, again and again today. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We thank you, God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Someone is praying for you. Oh, someone is praying for you. When you feel you're alone and your heart would break in two, remember someone is praying for you. Someone is praying for you. Peace. When you feel you're alone and your heart would break in two, Remember, someone is praying for you. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that will pardon and cleanse within grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all our sins. Someone is praying. For you, oh, someone is praying for you. When you feel that you're alone and your heart would break in two, remember someone is praying for you. Sing it again. Oh, someone is praying for you. Oh, someone is praying for you. When you feel that you're alone, and your heart would break in two. Remember someone is praying for you. Oh, what about peace this morning? Oh, peace, peace. Wonderful peace coming down. From the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever, I pray, in fathomless billows, 
of love. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, peace, peace. Wonderful peace coming down from the Father above. Sweep over my spirit forever, I pray. In fathomless billows of love. One more time. Oh, peace, peace, wonderful peace coming down from the Father above. Sweep over my spirit forever, I pray. In fathomless billows of love. Grace, grace. God's grace. Grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all our sins. Grace, grace, God's grace. Grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace. Grace that is greater than all our sins. One more time. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace. Grace that is greater than all I sins. God, I thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you for your unpresent grace, your unmerited grace. God, I thank you. Oh, God, I praise you, Lord. I worship you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, again this morning, Jesus. Oh, I thank you for your loving kindness. Uh, 
I thank you for your grace, God. I thank you for your peace, Lord. None like you, Jesus, can bring peace and grace and joy to a heart like you can, God. I thank you, Jesus. Nothing like you, Jesus. Oh, God, how excellent is your name. Blessed be your name, Jesus. Blessed be your glorious name. Oh, how I love you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you, God, for your grace. I thank you for your peace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your friendship, God. You are a friend that stick it closer than a brother. I am thankful, God, for your great love. I am thankful for your kindness. Oh, let your joy, let your grace be over us. Let your mercy strengthen us, God, in every place, in every situation, in every circumstance, God. I thank you, Jesus. Be exalted, oh God. Be exalted, oh God. Oh, be exalted, oh God. Be exalted. We thank you, Jesus. You are God and God alone. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Well, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything, everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace. We often forfeit, and oh, what needless pain we bear. And it is all because we do not carry everything, everything, everything to God in prayer. Have we trials in temptation? Is there trouble anywhere? 
Well, we, we should never be discouraged. All you got to do is take, take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend? Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrows share? Well, Jesus knows our every weakness. All you got to do is take, take it, did to the Lord in prayer. Are we weak and heavy laden? Come, bird with the load of care. Will precious Savior still our refuge. Take it. Just take. Take it to the Lord, the Lord in prayer. Do thy friends despise for say Take it to the Lord in prayer. In His arms He'll take and shield you. And thy We'll find no soul as there. Are we weak and heavy laden? Are you covered with a load of care. Precious Savior, still I refuse. Just take it to the Lord in prayer. Do thy friends despise for sake thee? Oh, take it to 
the Lord in prayer. And in his arms he'll take and shield thee. Oh yes, and thy, thy will find a soul as there. Well, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. And what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. And oh, what needless pain we bear. It is all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, God, I praise you, Lord. God, I praise you. God, I praise you for your goodness. Uh, you are a friend that stick it closer than a brother, oh God. Uh, in your arms, how you will shill us, God. Uh, we can find a solace in you, Lord, this morning. Uh, we can trust you, God. We can believe in you. You are our God. You are our Savior. Oh God, you are my peace that passive understanding. God, if it had not been for you, where would I be, God? What a friend we have in you, Jesus. Uh, all our sins and griefs to bear. Oh, we look to you, Jesus, this morning. We look to you, God, forevermore. You are great and you are greatly to be praised. Uh, I thank you, Jesus, uh, for your loving kindness, oh God. You are alone a worthy to be praised. You are a friend. And I thank you, God, for your goodness. I thank you for your grace and mercy, Lord, for blessing us with your presence, O oh God. You are Jesus, my Lord, my God, my strength and my shield, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, we need you, Jesus. We need you, Lord. We need your power. We need your anointing. We need your spirit, O oh God. We need you, God, in our lives today. Help us, God. Help us, God. Help our land. Help our nation, God, to return from our wicked ways, O oh God. Strengthen us in your power. Let your church, O oh God, be strong in the Lord and in the power. 
your might, O oh God. Guide us, Lord. Guide us. Oh, bless us with your spirit and love. I lead you, Jesus. You are worthy, God. You are worthy, Father. I thank you, Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come by here, God. We need you, Lord. Touch, Lord. Touch, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Be exalted, O Lord. Praise God. Amen. 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 What a great God. What a friend we have in Jesus. Amen. Those old hymnals. Amen. Don't ever forget them. Amen. you got a friend in Jesus. Amen. Always remember that. Always remember that. You've got a friend in Jesus. Amen. When everybody else turn their back on you, Jesus will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Amen. Don't ever let him go. You let everything else go. But don't you ever let Jesus go. He's the anchor of the soul, both sure and unmovable. Amen. He'll be right there with you all the way. Amen. Praise God. As I said earlier, this Wednesday, coming Wednesday night, there'll be no Bible study. Amen. General Conference. Amen. Sorry, we can't go to General Conference this year. In 75 years, this is the first time that we have not been able to have General Conference. Amen. But we'll be doing it online, so make sure you get the information. Amen. Hopefully, we I think we may have sent it to you already, but amen. Please join online and, and be a part of that as well. Amen. I think you'll be blessed, amen, by the teachings and the preachings and the instructions that will be given from our general superintendent. Amen. Amen. So keep the faith. Keep strong. Amen. We win, no matter how it turns out, right? <laughs> amen. Somebody says, God didn't promise us a rose garden. Amen. It just says, I'll be with you always to the end of the earth. It didn't say what we're all going to go through and why it's going to, the journey is going to be, you know. That's why I guess I like that, that book and, you know, Pilgrim's Progress, you know. Every so often I like to reach back and pull it off the shelf again and read it again and again and again. Amen. Let you see how to get there. Amen. Good stuff. Amen. John chapter 15 this morning. John chapter 15, verse 1 through 8. Familiar passage of Scripture. John chapter 15. John the Gospel. <laughs> New Testament, somebody cry. <laughs> John chapter 15. I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye, abide in me. 
I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gathered them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my word abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. Amen. And I would like to minister to you from this thought today, the purging, the purge, or the purging. Amen. Father, we thank you again this morning, God. I thank you, Lord God, for your grace. I thank you for your mercy and blessings upon us. Help us, O oh God, to be steadfast and unmovable in the word of God. We truly thank you this day in Jesus' name. And you may be seated this morning. Amen. The purge, uh, the purging. Amen. When we look at Jesus' teachings and the Holy Scriptures, we must get a clear understanding of what is being said and how it applies to our life. God's Word is designed to help us, to teach us, and to prepare us not only for heaven, but also for what is coming against us. We must not take it lightly or we can lose our salvation. We are not always saved as some like to teach. We can lose our relationship with Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, some have already lost it, and now they don't know what to do. But I know what to do. As the Apostle Peter says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promises to you, to your children, to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. The word purge or to purge uh, is to cleanse or to take away. It means to prune. This word spoken here means to cleanse of of filthiness and impurities, uh, to get rid of guilt. Uh, Ethically, it means to free one from corrupt desires and from sin and from guilt. Uh, Amen. If we miss what Jesus is trying to show us, then we will lose out every time. The problem with the church today is uh, she's trying to cater to everyone and to please everyone. Uh, There is no scripture that tell us to try to cater or to please everyone. Uh, As a matter of fact, Jesus simply says, Go ye therefore and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them, and they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Paul, writing to his protege Timothy and Second Timothy chapter 4, 1 through 4, states, I charge thee, therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing 
and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exalt with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. We have to be aware, amen, as Paul continues in Second Corinthians 11, 3 and 4. But I fear, Paul says, lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtility, so your mind shall be corrupt from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that cometh preaching of another Jesus, whom you have not preached, or if you received another spirit, which you have not received, or another gospel, which you have not accepted, you might well bear with him. The church, amen, has got to stay pure. She's got to stay right. They have constantly got to be a purging to make sure that nothing unawares uh, anything that's not like Christ uh, has came in. This is why the call in the New Testament uh, is to stay steadfast, uh, to stay unmovable, to stay connected to Jesus Christ. Amen. The church is having to minister to a generation today that know not God. Uh, and that's a good thing uh, because that's the purpose of the gospel. Jesus says, I am come to seek and to save that which was lost. So the church has a responsibility to reach to the lost, to share the truth of God's word, to bring forth the truth and the purpose of the gospel so that others will be delivered from this untowards generation. But I'm afraid that the church is trying to cater uh, to please uh, a generation of millennials uh, that do not know God uh, and they're not trying to teach them how to know God. When we allow the millennials uh, to set the stage for worship, uh, for dress, uh, and the look and his presence and to present themselves not as the children of God, then the church is failing. Amen. We must hold true to holiness. We must hold true to purity. Amen. We must not allow another generation just because they are coming to change the truth of God's word and to act as they know not God, when I see a generation whose dress and appearance present nothing of the kind of what Jesus is, that lets me know that the church is getting off course. When the worship team is in mini skirts, when the worship team is in jeans that's tore up and look nothing like anything God is, the church is getting off course. And therefore, we must have a purging. We've got to get back to the old rugged cross. We have got to get back to the truth of God's Word. It is the church responsibility 
to bring them up in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. As David spake concerning Christ, I foresaw him always before my face. He's at my right hand that I should not be moved. In other words, I will not move from this truth. I will hold true to what God's Word says. As Moses told the children of Israel and Deuteronomy 6 and 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and you must love Him with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Amen and might. These words which I command thee this day must be in thine heart, and you shall teach them diligent unto thy children, and shall talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. We have got to stay firm on the truth of God's Word. But as I said early, in the worship team, present nothing of holiness. The church is of course, and there is more makeup than Mary Kay, and there is more makeup than Relon and Lady Claroy. We've got a problem, Houston. Amen. Like I said, when the worship team is in all torp jeans and running around on the stage, uh, amen, that look nothing like Christ, we're losing momentum. We must stand fast and the liberty wherein Christ has made us free and be not entangled again with the yokes of bondage. Amen. The Lord says to Ezekiel, in Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 17, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the words of my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say it unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die. And thou givest them not warning or speak to warn the wicked from his wicked ways to save his life. The wicked shall man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turn not from his wickedness, nor from his wicked ways, he shall die in his iniquity. But thou hast delivered thy soul. Again, when a righteous man doeth turn from his righteousness, and committed iniquity, and I'll lay a stumbling block before him. Amen. And he shall die because thou hast not given him warning. He shall die in his sins and his righteousness which he have done shall not be remembered. But his blood will I require at thine hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the righteous man that the righteous sin not and he doth not sin, he shall surely live because he is warned. Also thou hast delivered thy soul. Amen. The warning to God is look, you've got to come from your wicked ways. You cannot continue down that pathway and expect to live. You've got to learn righteousness. If you're in righteousness, you've got to stay righteous. You've got to have a purging. There's got to be a purge somewhere in your life. Somewhere you have to realize that something is not right. You've got to realize, amen, that I've got to have a cleansing. 
from the fountain. There's got to realize that this old bean has got to get in there. And we've got to stay in the truth of God's word. Amen. There must be a purging of the church. God is calling for the cleansing of the church by the word of God. Jesus says, you are cleansed by the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear forth fruit except it abide in the vine. No more than you except you abide in me. We got to stay in Christ. We've got to cling to that old rugged cross that's so despised by the world. We've got to stay in the word of God. There has got to be a purging out of our lives. We've got to look, as Paul said, and examine ourselves to prove your own self. Know you not how that Christ is in you, except you be a reprobate. But I trust that you know that you're not a reprobate. John, right into the church of Romans, of Revelations 3, verse 14 through 18. And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things says the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I word that you was cold or hot. So then, because you're lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth, because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing and knows not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy me gold tried in the fire and that thou mayest be rich and white raiments that thou mayest be clothed and that thy shame of thy nakedness do not appear and anoint thine eyes with eye salve that thou mayest see. Paul right into the church of Corp says, if this gospel be hid, it is hid to them who is lost, and whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest the truth of the glorious gospel of Jesus should be revealed. So God calls the church of Laodicea to take notice. He gives them a warning here. God says, look, you've got to have a purging in your house. You've got to have a purging. He says, you think you're rich. You think you got it all together. He says, I wish it was either cold or hot, but because you're lukewarm, he says, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. You see, God gives us warning through his words. He calls us. He warns us. He shows us when we think we've got it all together, when we think we've made it, when we think we're right, God says, look, you've still got some issues here, and I need you to purge yourself. Get this out of you, else I will come and take your candlestick out to the church at Pergamos. And Revelation 2, 14 through 16 and verse 20, God said to the church at Pergamos, but I have a few things against thee, because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children 
of Israel to eat things sacrificed uh, unto idols uh, and to commit fornication. So has thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which things I hate. Repent, or else I will come unto you quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou suffered that woman Jezebel, which called herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat being sacrificed unto idols. Again, he calls to the church. He warns the church. He says, you've got to have a purgeon. You've got Nicolaitans, which means compromise. You've got the woman Jezebel, which means rebellion of spirit. Amen. And also controlling atmosphere fear and thoughts process. Amen. There's got to be a purgeon. We do not compromise truth. We do not continue in fornication once we are saved. Paul told the church at Corinthians, he says, purge out the old leaven that you may be a new lump. In other words, get the sin out so that you live and be in righteousness. He goes on and says, you ran well. But who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? Know ye not that a little leaven will leaven the whole lump? We've got to have a purging in our lives. I have to search myself to make sure that I am in the will of God, that I am in the right way, that I'm walking in the truth. I have to examine myself. I cannot continue down the road, think I got it all together, skirting a little little sin here, skirting with a little sin over there, watching a little sin there. I've got to purge myself and keep myself in the love of God, looking for and hasting for the soon coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. John told the church, he said, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he's the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There's got to be a purging. Isaiah puts it this way in the sixth chapter. It says, In the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims, each one having six wings. And with twain he covered his face, twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And he cried, one cried to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, woe is me, for I am undone. Because I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst 
of a people of unclean lips, for mine eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the serpents unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongues from off the altar, and he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this has touched thy lips, and thine iniquities are taken away, and thy sin purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who shall I go for us? Amen. And I said, Here am I, Lord, send me. Notice, he had to have a purging. Amen. He says, I'm a man of unclean lips. Amen. In other words, maybe he was using foul words. Maybe he was gossiping. Maybe he was saying things that was totally untrue. But he had to be touched from the altar. He had to have a purging in his life. But once he had that purging, notice he heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for me? And I said, Here, my Lord, send me. You see, when God purges us, now we've got a mission. Now we've got a responsibility to go warn those that are wicked, to go warn those that are rude and wrong and evil. Amen. And bring them into the knowledge of the truth. Paul right into the church at Corinth in the sixth chapter and ninth verse says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor idolatrous, nor effeminates, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you washed but you're sanctified, but you're justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful unto me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Meat for the belly and belly for the meat, but God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God have both raised up the Lord, and will also raise up us by his own power. Know ye not that your body is the member of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ, and make them the members of a harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body? For two said he, shall be one flesh, but he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committed fornications sin his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God? You're not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore, 
or glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Second Corinthians 6.14 Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion have light with darkness, and what concourse have Christ with Belial, or what part have he that believe with an infidel, and what agreement have the temple of God with idols, for you are the temple of the living God, as God have said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come up from among them, and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and the spirit and perfect holiness and the fear of God. Notice Paul says, you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You are the temple of God. And therefore, the temple must remain pure. The temple must retain right. If any man, Paul says, destroy the temple of God, him, defile, excuse me, the temple of God, him God will destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple you are, realizing who you are, realizing who you belong to, you must keep yourself pure, you've got to always purge out the old living, so that you will be a new lump, a lump of righteousness, serving the Lord. got to be the purge. In Matthew 21, verse 10 through 14, the Bible says, when he was come to Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, who is this? And the multitude said, this is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all of them that sold and brought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came to him and the temple, and he hid, healed them. Amen. If the blind is going to see, if the deaf is going to hear, if the lame is going to walk, if the dumb is going to talk, if the lost is going to be saved and the sick is going to be healed, then the temple has got to remain purged. She's got to remain pure. She's got to be what God says that she is. Everyone that say they are born again must examine themselves to ensure that they're remaining in the faith. 
You cannot prove, amen, and stay the old way. If you're going to be crisis, you need to prove yourself. You need to examine yourself. When David sinned with Bathsheba and he thought it was okay, I come to tell you, but when God called David on his wrong, David realized there's got to be a purge in here. And David began at Psalms 51. He says, have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquities. Cleanse me from my sins, for I acknowledge my transgression, and my sin is ever before me. Against thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou may be justified when thou speakest, and clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, amen, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. He goes on and says, purge me with hyssop, that I may shall be clean. Wash me, that I be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins, and blot out all mine iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors the way, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltliness, O God, thy God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise, for thou desire not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O God, thou wilt not despise. David says, get this guilt out of me. Purge me, God, with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I'll be whiter than snow. Get it out of me. Purge me. Amen. Can you imagine living with guilt constantly? God called him on it. And David realized he needed to be clean. You know, there's people that is living all their lives with guilt of things that they did wrong. And they just keep wearing it and carrying it. And they've been walking in guilt for so long, it has become a total part of their life. They're living with it. Guilt. Constantly living in guilt. There's people living with hurt and has lived with hurt so long that their hearts is like the bars of a castle. The Word of God cannot penetrate because they've been hurt for so long. There are people that's been abused 
but so long that just the sound of a little noise and they panic. There's some people that live in this fear and anxiety for so long that they have become afraid of people, even their own neighbors that is around them. It's got to be a purging. That's not of God. That's not of God to live in guilt. That's not of God to live in hurt. That's not of God to live in abuse. That's not of God to live in fear. Amen. It's not of God. We've got to have a purging. We've got to get these things out of us. Amen. We can't live like this. Amen. This not of God. We God wants us, amen, to be remove these things that's not like Him. Jesus says, you're cleansed by the word that I've spoken unto you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear forth fruit except it abide in the vine. No more than you except you abide in me. Without me, you can do nothing. Amen. We've got to have a purging. You don't want to live with hurt and pain and suffering that's been there forever and ever. The guilt. David says, purge me, God, with hyssop, and I will be clean. You wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. You don't want to keep carrying those same old weights. You don't want to keep carrying around that same old burden. And every time you see that person that may have called you hurt, I may have caused you abuse. When you see them, it is almost like they're sticking a knife and you're all over again. You don't want to live like that with your life. You want to be free because whom the Son has set free, he is free. Indeed, we've got to have a purging in our lives. We've got to be cleansed. We need to have a clear mind and a clear heart. We don't want to live with things of the past in our lives. They're under the blood. So let's get them under the blood. Let's cast all our cares upon the Lord, for he cared for you. There's got to be a purging. We've got to abide in the Lord Jesus. If the church is going to accomplish his purpose and his mission, then the church has got to be purged. And it starts with each one of us. Get everything out of us that's not like Christ in our lives. No, you're not. You are the temple of God. You're not your own. You was brought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your spirit and in your life, which is God's. Paul says, this is the will of God, even our sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication and that everyone should know how he should ought to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. Amen. It's got to be a purging today. What do you got hid inside? How much guilt are you carrying around? How much abuse? How much hurt? How much suffering is there? Only you know. Let's stand this morning. Thank you, Jesus.
Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me, O God, and know my thoughts. And see if there is any wicked way in me. And lead me, God, in the way everlasting. You see, in Psalms 139, David starts that psalm. The psalms just start that psalm. He says, O Lord, you know me. You have searched me and you know me. You know my down-sitting. You know my uprising. You come past my path and my lying down. And you're acquainted with all my ways. He says, God, there's not a word in my tongue. You know it all together. You've set me behind and you've set me before. And you place your hand upon me and to not much knowledge is too wonderful me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. He says, whether shall I go from thy spirit or where shall I flee from your presence? He said, if I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths of hell, even you're there. He said, if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall guide me and your right hand shall uphold me. He says, if I say the darkness shall cover me, the night shall be light about around me. He said, the darkness hide enough. He said, the night shineth as the day. He said, the light and the darkness are all alike to God. He says, God, you possess me in my rings. You've covered me in my mother's womb. He says, I will praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Search me. Have God search you. He knows what's already there. It's got to be a virgin. See, when David was called on the carpet, should I put it that way? And God revealed his sin to him. Notice what he immediately says. Have mercy upon me, O God. According to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, he says, blot out mine transgression, mine iniquities. You can't carry this guilt. You can't keep carrying it. You can't keep carrying it, brothers and sisters. You've got to stay connected to the vine. Jesus. Sweet Holy Spirit. Sweet Heavenly Dove. Lord, you know those under the sound of my voice this morning that needs purging. You know the hurts, God. You know the thoughts. You know all the abuses that has gone on, O oh God. You know every wrong that's been done to your children, O oh God. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. Come by here today, O oh God. Wherever my voice is transpiring and going this morning, God, in the homes... Over the airways, God, wherever we're given warning, O oh God, to wash us with iniquity from our iniquities and cleanse us. Purge us, O oh God, with hyssop and we shall be clean. Wash us that we be whiter than snow, God. Let your blood be over us this morning. Touch the lives of your children, God. Minister to their hurts. Minister to their hearts. Purge out that old leaven, God, that they will be 
a new lump of righteousness. Remove the sins, O God, out of our lives. Remove, O God, I pray, anything that's not like you, God. Go deep within, God. Your word says that the word of God is quick and is powerful and is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the dividers of under of soul and spirit and join and mire and is discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Search us this morning, O God. Let your word accomplish its purpose, O God. You said in your word that wherever you send it, God, it will do the things that you desire of it to prosper in. Touch again this morning, O God. Purge us, O God. Purge us, purge us, O God. Sweet Holy Spirit. Cleanse, cleanse all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. That we can perfect holiness in you, God. Touch, Lord. Touch, Lord. Touch, Lord. Oh, God, you was wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace is upon you. And with your stripes, God, we are healed. We claim deliverance today, God. You will give deliverance, O God, to those that seek you, O God. You will bring deliverance and healing, O God, to those that seek you. O God, you said we have not because we ask not. And everyone that asketh receiveth, and everyone seeketh would find. And everyone that knocked the door will be opened unto them. O God, may they seek you. They ask, O God, may they call upon you for the things that they have need of, God, and believe you and trust you that you will meet their needs again this morning, O God. I know you're able, Jesus. I know you can, Father. You did it for me, God, and I know you can do it for them. I know you can do it, Jesus. You can deliver, God. You can deliver. You did it for David, O oh God. You did it for others in the Scriptures, and you'll do it for us, O oh God. Have mercy, O oh God. Have mercy. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, God. Oh, wash me, oh God. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse us, oh God. Cleanse us, oh God. Cleanse our thoughts. Cleanse our hearts. Cleanse our minds. Let deliverance take place, oh God. Let deliverance take place, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Purge me, O oh God. Purge us, O oh God. Let the purging process take place, God. Cleanse us by your word, O oh God. Cleanse us according to your word, O oh God. Cleanse us, O oh Lord. Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And be washed from the fountain, God. Oh, God. We need a cleansing from the fountain, oh, God. Wash us, oh, God. With the word, the word, oh, God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. What is it, Shane? Lily of the valley, bright and morning star. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Have you been to Jesus for your cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in His grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood? In the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb. Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you walking daily by the Savior's side? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Do you rest each moment in the crucified? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed? In the blood of the Lamb. When the bridegroom cometh, will your robe be white? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Will your soul be ready for the mansions bright and be washed in the blood of the Lamb? Oh, are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Lay aside the garments that are stained with sin, and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. There's a fountain flowing for the soul unclean. Oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb. Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? God, I thank you again this morning, Jesus. I thank you for your goodness and your presence and your love towards us. God, let us continue to remain purged and pure. Oh, God, in you and you alone, we thank you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Don't forget, no Bible study Wednesday night. Amen.
And if we don't see you before, we'll see you next Sunday morning. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed in the name of Jesus.